So hi, Juan Lagunas, podcaster with Blake from Saul. We're going to ask him some questions today. I'm going to start. So what inspired you guys to start the band, and what does the band name mean? Uh, what inspired us to start the band? Um, definitely, I mean, just the love of music, really. Um, you know, when we first started getting going, Zach was already playing guitar. Um, I was kind of a jock in high school. Uh, and then he approached me and said, hey, my bass player really sucks. Do you think you can uh, play bass? So it's got mm -hmm. four strings, dude, and I'm sure I can do it. <laughs> uh, but uh, taking on that, you know, if you if you dive into, you know, the instrument, it's a lot more involved than you'd think. But, uh, you know, that's really what got me started in music. Um, but the band name, you know, Zach and I were brothers. Uh, we went around and did a lot of acoustic shows for a long time, and we were like, you know, the Bedsall Brothers or the Saul Brothers or whatever. And uh, we just stuck with Saul, you know, part of our last name, and that just kind of stuck with us. So. Okay. That's cool. Simple, simple. Yeah. Yep. So, uh, congrats on your newest release, Rises Equals. Thank How do you felt the response to it so far? Of course. Really great. Really, uh, a really, really great response. Um, everybody's loving it. Um, obviously, you always get some haters sometimes, but uh, um, everybody's everybody's digging the new record. We put everything we had into the record and uh, um, had to do some of it over Zoom sessions, a lot like this uh, during the pandemic, but. Uh, it worked out. Um, got got to work with some of our biggest influences, like Morgan Rose, you know, David Draymond from Disturbed, um, Eric Ron, JD from Ice Nine Kills. A lot of people wanted to come in and be part of it, so it was a very special thing for us. This whole record has been. That's super yeah. Congrats cool. on that. That's huge. How much of this did you have to do over Zoom? Like, how much of this was done pre-quarantine? Uh, a lot of it was done pre-quarantine. We got lucky enough. We worked with guys, um, Zach Malloy and uh, Blair Daly uh, in Nashville. And this was right before COVID hit. Um, it was it was a weird time for Nashville right at the moment. They just got hit by a tornado. And we came down like the day after that happened. And then COVID hit probably like three weeks later. So we got lucky. We fit right in that time frame when we were down there. Um, the only Zoom session we had to do for the record was with David. Uh you know, he's in Hawaii, uh, but it was kind of a bummer because he was like, man, if this wasn't going on right now, I would have flown you guys out to Hawaii. We would have done this work in my own home studio and stuff like that. But, it, you know, doing it over Zoom is fine. We have a fine time. It's a little sterile. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? You don't get like mm -hmm. that human interaction. But uh, I wouldn't have turned it down at all. I mean, if David Draymond says he wants to be part of the record get He's over here be let's a part get of this the record yeah, yeah. <laughs> however he wants to do it whether it's yep. over email zoom mm -hmm. yeah. uh, yep. <laughs> so is there any meaning behind that album name or cover art yes uh well uh the s logo as you see i got it tattooed on my hand as well Ooh. um that is our band logo um our insignia or whatever whatever you want to call it um so that's what we use for everything, and we really wanted to put that as the the record, as the album artwork. Um, the term rises equals, if anybody doesn't know, we call our fans our equals. Um, it's one thing we derive from, like, everybody has, like, the whatever nation or whatever army or family or whatever. So um, really to incorporate how important our fans are to us, uh, you know, with the coming to shows and requesting it at radio and listening to podcasts and all that stuff and buying the records um, – Equals was the best way for us to show them how important they are to us. So the song and the title to the record, Rises Equals, is like an ode and a tribute to back to the fans. Okay. I like That's that. That's very wholesome. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Thank you. Can you tell me about your writing process for this record? Yeah, it's uh it actually changed several times on how we were how we did it. Um so when we were in the studio, we spent 30 days down there. We got most of it knocked out. Um 
we were supposed to have like an earlier release. We were thinking like August. Well, with that being, you know, everything kind of happening the way it happened with COVID and everything, um, record label and us, we decided to do a couple more songs. Um, got lucky enough. That's when we were down in, in Nashville working with Zach and Blair. And that's when we did Things Change and Rises Equals. Um, we did, uh, and then over the pandemic, we did with David on, on Zoom. So a lot of it kind of changed the way we did that with, you know, working with guys like Zach and Blair, they're not really like the, uh, the instrumentalist types. They're not going to dive in real hard on the music side of things. Um, they really come from like a singer songwriter aspect. So that was something different for us. And, and working with David was almost the same way, just a couple of acoustic guitars, kind of getting the parts back and forth. So, um, it changed because it really, when, when we start diving into a song, it'll drive from like spark from a, a melody I have, or, a uh, you know, generally it comes from like a guitar line or a guitar part Zach has. And when we're sitting down together and then we just start, you know, woodshedding it and just hashing it out and getting it done. Um, so definitely it changed a couple times in the whole record process. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Sick. Uh, so what song on this record took the longest to write and what is your personal favorite? The longest to write. Um, it had to have been King of Misery because it was over Zoom. It had oh, to have okay. been. Because <laughs> okay. um, I think we could have knocked it out a lot faster. So we, we, we got frustrated a couple times, not with David or, or it's just the situation. Everybody's yeah. tired of being the way this is, you know. Yeah. Um, and finally, we just broke down, and I, I, we were beating a couple ideas together. And finally, I got frustrated. I'm like, you know what? Screw it. I got this idea. Zach and I went back, and we did uh, part of the verse and the chorus to King of Misery, sent it over to David, and he loved it. And then we got back together on Zoom and started you know, building the song around that. So that's where it, it worked out better in our favor, when it was an actual idea put in place rather than, what are you thinking? Oh, play a C, play a D, you know, that does, <laughs> it just doesn't work over this. Yeah. Um, but uh, gosh, it's hard to, for me to describe or, you know, pick my favorite song on the record because it depends on what track it's on, you know, cause I think, you know, it's, if it's on say things change, I'm like, man, this song's one of my favorites. It gets to don't close your eyes. I'm like, man, this song slaps. It's one of my favorites. It's, <laughs> yeah. it's really hard for me to pick. So then could you give me like a top three? Do you ha- can yeah. you give me that or? Is still too yes. hard. I'll do, uh, let's do no particular order, but Rises Equals, uh, King of Misery, and Price Sticks and Stones. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Thank you. Solid. Yep. Uh, so can you tell me where your headspace was while creating this record? In a bad spot there for a little while. Um, you know, during the uh, recording process of this record, um, we lost, uh, Zach and I lost our mom. Oh, I'm sorry. So, yeah, yeah, it's, Thank you. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it took work and we worked with Morgan Rose and it was, it was a tough time where we were at, you know, dad called us while we were in the studio over in Illinois and he's like, you know, uh, the hospital called or whatever, they're going to put mom on hospice. Um, she's not doing well. And we were out and we were supposed to be flying to Atlanta the next day to work in another studio. And, uh, uh, Morgan kind of shook us into reality and said, you know, get your butts home, man. You know, you can write a million songs, but you only got one mom. So I always have to say thank you to him for, you know, kind of getting me out of my own personal, like, you know, like, you know what I mean? Like I was just so stuck in the moment of doing the record that I wasn't even looking at even my own personal life at home, Yeah, which was very dumb of me. Um, but I'm glad he shook us into place and said, you know, get home and take care of family. So, uh, 
uh, that was definitely definitely a tough time for us right there. But um, other than that, the rest of the songs, I mean, just trying to get the songs together, we just went in with one mindset of every song is going to be the best song we ever write, and we just tried to make it that way. So yeah, yeah. all right. Uh, so I actually want to ask how the opener and closer came about. Did you write them that way, or did it just kind of fall that way? With uh, like what trial by fire and uh, welcome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, we trial by fire. We we put that out because um, we put the toll and brother on the record. Uh, it originally came from the EP Eons, but we tried to we wanted to open up the record with uh, trial by fire because it is the first song we released from the record. So to come out swinging and that's that song just got a bob to it. You know, you just want to like get into it. I love that guitar riff that Zach had in that song. So uh, we just definitely wanted to open up the the album with a banger and just come in full force and uh, to close with Welcome to the Machine. So we got we got actually permission from uh, uh Oh my gosh, why is his name? Roger Waters. Roger Waters himself actually uh, gave us permission for Welcome to the Machine, which was huge. Mm-hmm. Um, we're huge Pink Floyd fans. He's a rock legend. Um, and we just wanted to close it out with something a little bit different. All the songs, you know, being original and, and doing it all that way, close it out with something, you know, that everybody's kind of familiar with, but with our own, you know, the salt twist to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's I really like sick. the way the record closed a lot. I said that when we chatted about it on the show, so... Awesome. That's awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Ask. yeah. Thank you. Yeah. So, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through this record? Positivity. Positivity. You know, I think the world is kind of missing that at the moment. So, um, every song we tried to put, even if it came from a negative headspace, like Trial by Fire, you know, Mom going through all that stuff, that's really what kind of where that song came from. But still trying to put a positive, like we do what we have to to be who we want to. Every song's got a positive message to it to where self-empowering get out there get it done you know you're strong enough you're good enough get it done um so we try to instill that in every song we do and you know the song rises equals is an ode a tribute to our fans um you know this is my tribe these are my people sisters Mm -hmm. and brothers you are my equals and you know uh, every every song just positive energy is what we're trying to put in the atmosphere i like that positive uh so what band or artist influences do you think you can hear the most on this record do the disturbed and ice nine kills influences come through or <laughs> maybe a little bit, maybe a little bit. Um, uh, definitely like when we're in the studio, we can always say we, we reference a couple guys when, when I'm doing vocals, like uh, Jonathan Davis from, from corn taste, um, uh, uh, you know, get a little bit of Jonathan Davis on that, on that growl or on that vocal part, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And as you should, uh, yeah, right. I agree. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, definitely David Draymond. He comes through, he was a big influence of me. Um, uh, we definitely go with, uh, we're heavily tool influenced. Um, so uh, throwing a little bit of Maynard and stuff in there, uh, trying to get that cool. He's got he's got his own, I mean, he's he's a legend. He's got his own thing going. And uh, we definitely try to throw a little bit of that in there just because we're so influenced by them. That may not technically be like on purpose, but you can you can definitely get, get some vibes definitely from those guys. Okay. Mm-hmm. Right. Solid. So this question should go like super, super fast. I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words off Ooh. the top of your head as fast as you can. No rush, though. <laughs> Rise is equals. Rise is equals. All man. right. <laughs> Take it a cheap way, way out. out. <laughs> yeah, all right. I know. I know. Hey, man. I don't know. Um, hey, you had the opportunity to, so why not? Right. Another plug. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so I know this album literally just dropped, but do you guys have anything work that you can tell us about? You know, uh, we do have songs uh, that we did work on. Um, we have a couple that we were working on with David. Um, we have a couple on the back burner, some records uh, or, or some uh, uh, guitar riffs and everything in, in the works for the next record. Um, as far as anything, live shows, live streams or anything like that, we just did our final one for the year um, on October 23rd on the release. But um, we're just hoping to get back out on the road. That's our main focus right now. Um, so that's our that's that's our goal. And ho- we're hoping for April and 21 that we get back out there and do it. So there Definitely. are dates like tentatively booked right now for next year. Yeah, yeah, okay. we got some offers from from some bands and that want us to come out with them, and it's right around April, so that's just kind of what we're basing on right now. Okay, All right. I hope it gets I hope to happen. It works out. Cool. Yeah, Me too. Really yeah. cool. So, so, where do you see the band in the next five years? Uh, you know, every day you're just trying to grow. You're just mm-hmm. trying to grow every day. So. I'm I'm just hoping that it takes to the next level. I mean, who doesn't want to be the next Shine Down or Disturbed or, you know, you know whoever the Tool or Metallica. I mean, everybody mm-hmm. wants to be Metallica. They're yeah, the biggest fan yeah. in the world. Um, that's definitely where I where we're trying to go. Um, you know, on a smaller scale, we're just trying to write the best songs we can, um, put out records, put out the best videos we can, and uh, that's that's where our, our our main goal is. You know, uh, to get to the top, but you got to start from the bottom to get there. Mm-hmm. Sure. Definitely. Hope you guys become the next Metallica. That'd be sick. Me too. <laughs> Me too. Mm-hmm. Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're actually going to shift away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last <laughs> meal be with a drink? Oh. Uh, boom. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, okay. We have this restaurant uh, right around here. It's called La Juanita's. Uh, it's Mexican food. It is literally my all-time favorite restaurant. I would probably get... Um, the steak burrito the, and the lengua tacos uh it's amazing it's amazing with uh i don't know what what would i have to drink a coke yeah coke solid all right solid, solid. <laughs> classic solid. yeah so if you could live in one fictional world for a week where would you live i do want superpowers <laughs> uh i don't know um gosh i the Marvel Universe would be pretty cool, but only if I had superpowers. I wouldn't want to be one of them cronies that are just running away from New York getting destroyed. Yeah, that'd be <laughs> kind <know>? of sucky. <laughs> that yeah. would suck. I yeah. mean, uh, something like that would be cool. Mm-hmm. Game of Thrones, you know, that whole universe might be kind of cool. That'd be very cool. So you like danger but, uh, as well? Yeah, for sure. So you want to okay. die within that week, maybe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. It'd, be, it'd be cool, though. It'd be cool, it, though. It'd be cool. It'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have the honor of asking the last question and every single person we have spoken to have says the most important question. What is your favorite color? Black. Black. Well, okay. I was talking to an artist buddy of mine. Mm -hmm. I was talking to an artist buddy of mine where he says black and white are not colors. Mm -hmm. They are just a mix. I don't know. I don't know how he described it to me. He's like, you'd have to pick orange or blue or some color. I I like literally only wear black and white. So, um, like our bus is black, our trailer is black and white and gray. The interior of the bus is black and white. Oh my god! I hope you guys have good air conditioning in there. You'll sweat your ass oh off. Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, yeah. In there. Yeah, we got two <laughs> of them. Good. Very good. Good. Um, so as I said, that is all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you would like to plug? 
Uh, if anybody, you know, anybody listening, um, check out SaulOfficial.com. It's got direct links to all of our social medias. Um, we did just drop the new record October 23rd. Um, just check it out. Let me know what you think. Hit us up on social medias. I take care of the Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. So if you send us a message, you will get a, a direct message from me. So hit it up. Hell I'll yeah. chat you up. All right. Sick. Well, uh, thank you for sitting out. This is Blake from Saul, and we are the Good Noise Podcast.